the next topic of our podcast today is with respect to how all the top five leagues are doing the positions which clubs are doing well which clubs aren't doing the best let's start with uh la liga first a uh, lot of up and ups and downs a lot of new teams up here uh nihar let, let's start with you uh how do you feel barcelona is doing right now well come better than being at 12th position right in the last time okay well, it's okay. still on and off i mean i really wouldn't expect this coach they should win la liga or something but i think the champions league qualification is bound to happen to them and obviously atletico yeah, okay. and real are fighting it out uh <laughs> i mean 60 40 would give to them i mean i don't think so atletico will slip up now but real is always you know behind their next with six points different when they are yes. side points but atletico has two games in hand and i think real will prioritize advancing in champions league but atletico wouldn't mind seriously i mean they would actually focus on la liga so okay. it all depends on how atletico stoes up at the end rather than real trying to win when real will do decently but uh, it all depends on atletico now and i think sociedad will earn champions league qualification this time because okay. they're actually good than the other cut yeah and barca will be the other team to get into the champions league for next season uh okay uh um what about sevilla nihar um sevilla is always known to okay maybe europa definitely do you see them somehow pushing somebody out of the top four yeah, i mean seriously they might uh, but see uh, you know the top 3 real atletico and barca so the fourth yeah, okay, position right now sociedad are too good with david silva at midfield and they're actually good hmm. I mean, last two games hmm. they didn't do that great but still they were actually pretty good and with no yeah. european commitments i mean they had united though but i don't think they'll prioritize that and united will have an easy goal uh, so okay. i don't think so so sociedad will have the european pictures to worry about where sevilla has to play champions league right yes yes definitely by chance i mean if they go through I mean, okay a lot more trouble for, for them to now. get into the top four in la liga at least we move next to the english premier league uh, now this time especially i would say it's been all round contention uh, as of now the points that are you know like the point difference between the first team and the 10th teams around 10 points so there's not exactly like uh, competition from all ends liverpool definitely doing the best uh, let's go with to jahan first uh, jahan uh, what's your take so far for the league cannot predict at all seeing the current scenario i mean like completely <laughs> okay. jumbling like today i'm seeing if i see leicester on second tomorrow i go and see tottenham on second so there is not much of a dif- not much of a difference between uh, southampton who are standing at eighth position with 25 points and leicester at 28 points so like six six teams separating just three points Yeah, so, yeah. Currently, unbelievable. I mean, the like now if today Man United slipped two points, so maybe mm-hmm. that puts a little bit pressure on Chelsea to win the game today. So if okay, so that 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 way the league becomes more competitive. Like one team, yeah. one one team like United losing one six to Spurs. So the next same game, same night, Liverpool losing seven two to Aston Villa. So yeah, that yeah. is the most Pretty best, like one of the best leagues in the world as of now. Yeah. All right. Um, Aditya, uh, how do you feel? Uh, uh, do you feel a difference in the top four this time? Do you feel some of the big six, so to say, will not be joining in this time? Thing is, I think Liverpool with the team injuries they have. With key players like Van Dijk, 
and Joe Gomez missing, they are still at top of the league with 31 points and still a game to play. Yeah. And I mean, you have to just applaud club for that. That level of, uh, yes, yeah. definitely. I mean, even, even if I'm a United fan, I'm a rival, you just have to applaud that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're and, still, yeah, it's like they're yeah, not yeah, everywhere. Yeah. They're trying to make sure there's no holes in the defense. That's pretty good. Yeah. And in terms of other teams, I mean, the thing is, the thing that Liverpool makes the title contenders is consistency. Yeah. The other teams don't have that. Literally no other team has that. Yeah. The only team that okay. could match the consistency of Liverpool was Manchester City. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, they're not doing so hot either. Yeah. For some reason, they're just not clicking this season. They're not on all gear. Yeah. Uh, if you look at Leicester City, Manchester United, Chelsea, Tottenham, all these teams could be in top four. Yeah, and we can't say who, who won't be because it's so freaking tight on each game they play. Yeah. Any any team loses one game or draws one game, it table hmm. changes. I think yeah. any team that wants to be in the top four has to perform consistently. They have to go on a run, unbeaten run, like maybe a 10 game. They they pick up like six wins, seven wins. Then you maybe you can say, yeah, top four is guaranteed. I don't think so. At this point of time, there is no way to say that, yes, Chelsea, Tottenham, Leicester or United will be definitely in the top four. I mean, even you look at Aston Villa. Yeah, Aston Villa definitely on, uh, so well this time. Yeah, I mean, they are on 25 points. Yeah. With and... two games in hand. Pretty much trying to, uh, you know, go beyond what people expected of them. Yeah. So I don't think so. You can predict the top. Any ticket just okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like to add on to what uh, Aditya said about uh, Manchester City, like tra- being one of the closest opponents, like rivals to Liverpool in competing the title. But uh, given the fact they spent more than three hundred to three twenty million on defense. And still struggling <laughs> to keep a clean sheet. But honestly, like uh, Nathan Ake, the recent uh, most spoken uh, centre-back of like the transfer window. And uh, literally, he was tagged at 30 to 35. Still, City like giving 5 or 8 million more and grabbing him. And still uh, failing to keep clean sheets. Jimmy John Stones, who tried to fill in uh, Vincent Company's shoes. But not acceptable, hmm. I guess. But uh, considering yeah, I mean, that they companies... also started to con- started, they started losing games at Etihad too. I mean, uh, you concede five at Etihad. I mean, as per Pep Guardiola standards, is just beyond words. Uh, Leicester yeah. City coming and scoring five. Jamie Vardy with a hat trick that too. If I'm not yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah. Jamie Vardy scored a hat Yes, so I don't think as per if you're spending three hundred to three twenty million at least out of the thirty-eight, you need to have thirty clean sheets. I feel uh, yeah. Manchester City lack a proper striker. I mean, if Aguero is uh, injured, Gabriel Jesus is not living up to standards at all. And uh, the, now, considering the fact he has got, he's tested positive for Corona. So, yes. uh, it's difficult to fill in Aguero right now because all of a sudden coming out of injury to risk him uh, playing 90 minutes that to a derby coming up in a semi-final of Carabao Cup, really, really difficult to make him play. And uh, also Raheem Sterling, who is in some 
I don't know what kind of form was rated like <laughs> a one out of one or two out of ten in the, der- the recent derby which took place. So yeah, okay. still has th- thirty games. Thirty years played thirty games against United and not scored a goal against them. Okay, so definitely more ca- should be. Uh, yeah, we need more from City this time. If at least they have to, you know, if they're competing for the title. Yes, of course. Okay. Okay, uh, we move on to Italy now, uh, to Syria. Uh, this time we have a new table uh, leader at the moment. Uh, the leader who's been spoken about in news around the world. Uh, Shivam, uh, how's this going? Yeah, man, Inter Milan has <laughs> everything to win from here. I mean, AC Milan will slip some points down the road. Uh, okay. They haven't lost mm-hmm. a game at all, but I do believe they will slip a few points. Uh, but uh, you have to okay. give credits to the Milan coach, I mean, AC's coach. I mean, brilliant job uh, with the kind of players, the kind of budget they have. If you see, mm-hmm. like, they don't have, uh, you know, surplus budget, like just Jehan mentioned, 350 million just to spend on the defense. They work on tight yeah. budgets and they keep a tight defense. So that's hmm. you know speciality about the Milan clubs. Both Milan clubs, Inter and uh, AC, both are really doing well. And uh, you know San Siro must be loving it. If fans would have been there, <laughs> it, it would have been crazy scenes out there. I, I swear. I mean, uh, it, it's like uh, literally watching the you know Serie A table of two thousand eight or nines. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's like uh, it's like a club that fell down through the times. It's finally coming back up. Correct. Proper contention uh, levels. Okay. I mean, if you see even Roma, Roma, it used to you know fight for Europa League spot. They are on third right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're like okay, we are moving up in stages this time. <laughs> they are like um, making the most of this opportunity when Juventus is slipping, and uh, okay. Napoli on fifth uh, and uh, Sassuolo. I mean, uh, we talked about in our previous month's review. They were, I think, second mm-hmm. at that point of time. Now they are on yeah. fourth. So uh, we mentioned at that episode that uh, they will decline, but I do feel like they'll finish somewhere around, you know, fifth or sixth. Uh, Juventus is expected to move a bit more towards the top. They have a game in hand. So if they mm-hmm. win it, that makes it to 27 and they'll go to, you know, uh, third or fourth position. Uh, okay. They have a good goal difference as well. So that will count in to, I think, third position. Uh, above just above Roma, but uh, they their performance is really shaky. Losing Fiorent against Fiorentina three nil, uh, that yeah. was the pain point uh, last game before Christmas, and they were not expected to uh, you know drop points in that game. This uh, early, yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, this is really a testing time for Andrea Pirlo. And uh, one okay. thing that they have to take con- into consideration is that uh, they have chosen a new coach. You know, like brand okay. new coach. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they will, they cannot sack him mid-season. So that is one compulsion yeah, that they okay. have put yeah. themselves into. The club has put themselves into a compulsion of not dropping uh, Pirlo mid-season. And I really don't yeah. support sacking managers at any point of time. But uh, <laughs> the team... At the end of the season, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't do it midway type. Yeah, do it between the transfer window, right? If you are buying players, buy get a manager, man. But why in the yeah. middle of the season and why do you want the new guy to be in the turbulent situation where a team which is expected to win 
comes down to sixth, and now you have to take care of the mess. So, <laughs> okay. So now let's go to the bottom of the table: Genoa, Cortone, and Torino. Uh, at the bottom, Torino was never expected to be at the bottom. They consistently made to the top league, you know, top ten at that point of time. Uh-huh. But this season is uh, really, really messed up for them. So, uh, okay. yeah. And uh, talking uh, about Juventus, I mean, Jehan has some really good points. So let's uh, go to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jehan. Uh, so I guess uh, Juventus, since Ronaldo signed up, are comp- like. trying and getting used to ronaldo scoring and ronaldo winning games i mean i noticed in champions league also ronaldo coming and beating the shit out of atletico madrid in the champions <laughs> league round of yes. 16 and uh, he scoring he scoring at versus ajax in both the legs unfortunately losing the tie but uh, mm-hmm. they are getting used to ronaldo because last uh, couple of months back i just saw a stat like without ronaldo's goals your last year juventus wouldn't have been even in top 10 So 75% of the goals were scored by Ronaldo himself, and uh, this season also, out of the 25 goals which Rona- uh, like uh, Juventus have scored in Serie A in the 16 games, out of which 13 or 14 goals have been scored by Ronaldo. So that comes to around 70 to 75% of the goals are being scored mm-hmm. by him. I mean, the likes of the likes of DiBala, Ramsey, uh, Arthur, mm-hmm. and uh, who else like uh, Bernardeschi, DiBala. I mean. they need to yeah, yeah. alvaro morata alvaro people, morata yeah. big people and yeah. like obviously they have a good defense too like uh, kielini and bonucci so they sh- i mean coming and you defeat barcelona and coming the next day you come and uh, lose to fiorentina that to that home that to nil 0-3 not a, that that is like complete is literally evident you're coming and telling like yeah i am relied upon ronaldo the ronaldo leaves mm-hmm. it is finished <laughs> okay. I don't think Juventus are that effective. Like the old lady, which was effective and the like 2015 and 16 times, is mm-hmm. not that effective now. Okay. Yeah, I mean the report, the reports coming from Juventus are a bit concerning because uh, Pirlo is actually concerned about his long-term future without Ronaldo because it's bound mm-hmm. Ronaldo is bound to leave at the end of the season. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I won't blame Pirlo over there because if you have a player like Ronaldo, obviously you form your team around him. Hmm. So you have to be tactically a bit uh, flawed, like how Zidane man manages. So I mean, yeah, Zidane is best pair uh, for Ronaldo in this because Zidane doesn't really much on tactics. Free flowing hmm. football, score five goals, be calm, done. But Pirlo don't want to get into that. I think he is more of a tactical mastermind. I, I, I mean, I don't know exactly, but I think he's feeling that way. He's not able to implement his tactics. I think Juve will okay. not win the season, but they are bound to get Champions League qualification for sure. and i think inter okay. milan will be winning the league because they don't have actually european football at all if you could see the other two juventus has to play in champions league and ac milan is one of the favorites to win europa so they were they hmm. will go all out so hmm. inter don't even have any you know midweek matches at all except serie and uh, the knockout cup so i think inter will go when will go all out because considerably they have a good season and conte is good at managing league i mean good at managing his team that league matches not in the knockouts hmm. so let's see to okay. how far you know how interesting things they can go now we go across to our french neighbors uh or to dk1 um well yes i really can't go ahead and say you know psg is not going to win because well it is psg and they do have the top talent uh definitely i do see them winning Uh, but so far the league, well, at least we do have some competition so far. Lyon and Lille have uh, done considerably well, right? 
they have on uh, yeah they both both on 36 points they have good goal difference uh you know just above psg you know there's like a one point difference over here so i do expect lyon and lil to maybe fight for the second champions league position uh if he come below um a lot of movements over here marseille not performing their best uh next we move to germany uh nihar how is the table looking uh pretty much as usual bayern munich at the top but uh, the okay. point is they are closely contested by leipzig hmm? so by just by two points and uh, i mean i see everyone knows that bayern will eventually win but this is it might be different so okay. if you could observe the match day standings when match day position for bayern first five mm-hmm. matches they were scoring goals like for fun they were scoring five goals opening six or eight goals they scored and they mm-hmm. lost to hoffenheim by 4-1 at away but from match yeah. day six they never won they never scored more than four goals and they were defeated and they were actually having three draws all other yeah. close scoring affairs i think they hit a bit of snag okay. or you know see all the good teams become predictable at the end right so liverpool were like unbeatable before the lockdown after that people started analyzing the team and yeah they can defeat liverpool too hmm. right now same aston villa scored seven against them right now i think bayern it's becoming predictable a bit but okay. uh, with the dortmund struggling at by, they're having actually eight points difference and hmm. i don't think the so dortmund will come up you know all guns blazing with a new coach it will take some time for him and leipzig and all they don't have the enough material to you know beat teams at the death i mean they will eventually give up so i would say bayern will win but i don't think so it will be in a convincing way i mean it will be like the next to next fight up until april okay over to uh, you jian any... yeah yes jian yeah i mean uh, bundesliga is is like becoming like serie a right now because just one dominant leader and throughout i mean if bayern also goes down like if they are not trailing by 6 points or 9 points or 12 points still they are going to come up very strongly because i remember the 17 18 season where mm-hmm. uh, dortmund were leading the table and dominating the table when alcacer had recently joined them and yeah. uh, they were gone out all guns i mean uh, like coming down from 2-0 down 3-0 down to winning like big huge matches of 4-3 and 5-1 and all and uh, they were brilliant they had a 12 point lead at bundesliga and what happened all of a sudden heaven knows uh, they slipped up and bayern after all showed their class and their standards and so i feel bayern munich there's no stopping to bayern munich i feel the closest opponent this season to bayern munich are going to be red bull leipzig but as eventually yaar said they are going to give up somehow but i feel this time the bundesliga is going to go to the buyers even gladbach coming into form um dortmund are as usual slipping up trying to revamp but as usual like the old liverpool they're going to go down okay uh any comments on bayern leverkusen uh, they are second in the league now uh do you feel them staying in the top four this time yes is louis bender of course mm-hmm. yes leon belly a lot of good players by leverkusen a good team especially i think after uh, kai havertz left still they are yeah. performing really really good and uh, they deserve a champions league spot at least but yeah they can be spoil sports like they can be uh, like and they can play a lot of spoil sports like if bayern need a win somewhere if dortmund need okay. a win somewhere to get into so they can be uh, really really a tricky side to beat not a very very 
easy team to beat they are very very tricky yeah. they have a very unique style of playing when they press they press too hard and they don't allow our oppositions to score so easily against them okay all right that is pretty good to see you know at least uh, maybe it's possible that uh, there'll be some fight for bayern at least you know not an easy uh, easy uh, path to victory okay so that is all we have today that is all we have for our podcast i hope you like our views i hope you like our content um see you again next week